This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, where when we say we're doing it live, we mean people and not zombies. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Alice Vaughn, and with me I have my wonderful co-host, Yvette, aka the Psy Babe. Yvette, how are you doing today? You know, I didn't think we were ever going to get a Bill O'Reilly joke onto the show and that it was going to land so well, but God damn it, Alice, you, you continue to titillate me with your ability to make horrible jokes about conservatives turn me on so hard. Oh, mm. Hey, don't worry. I get to everyone on a political spectrum. I feel like I want to rock back and forth with shame now. Like there's something wrong about what just happened there. Yet so right. I love it all. But yeah, that's how we're starting off talking about Walking Dead porn today. And we have a guest with us. So we have stand-up comedian, author, and host of the Coach Vaughn podcast, Vaughn DiCarlo, on the show with us. Welcome to the show, Vaughn. Thank you for having me. That was an awesome intro. I didn't. <laughs> Not necessarily what you were saying about me, because that was just standard, hey, this is what she is. But I'm talking about how you started the show. That was genius. <laughs> I loved it. The amalgamation of things that come out of her brain sometimes, they're they're lovely. It was right off the top. And it's so it's so perfect. You said that perfectly. We have to find some way to ease our audience into necrophilia. I'm saying, I mean, you didn't ease me into it. I was like, what am I watching? (laughs) (laughs) There was inevitably, I feel you're watching Walking Dead porn. Inevitably, zombies are going to suck a dick. Well, what was interesting to me about it was like right at the top on the door, it said dead inside. Fuck them. I saw the double meaning. I was like, ah, so that's how you kill them. Because that was my yep. number one question going into watching it, knowing that it's a parody. And I'm like, OK, so I know how you kill the zombies on the real Walking Dead. How, hmm, how are they going to kill it in porn? Ah, uh, fucking. Uh, Specifically with cum swallowing. Yeah, I was like, this is specific. But throughout, they were like shooting them too. I was like, okay, which one is it? <laughs> Wait, does this mean women can't kill zombies in The Walking Dead? This makes me very sad. Exactly. I watched the entire thing just to see if a woman could kill a zombie. And unless I missed it, it was only the guys. I think they just all have a semen allergy. Right. But I don't think that only the men should be able to kill the zombies. That puts us in a very vulnerable situation. You know what I'm saying? It really does. We can't fuck our way out of this. They can. Is that the point of the Walking Dead parody porn? Is that... (laughs) We're fucked and they are not. (laughs) We have to rely on men. Jesus. Again, we're always reliant on their penises. (laughs) I'm just saying if we could have squirting orgasms on demand, maybe, maybe we'd have a shot. You know, because when I first logged on and I said, holy cow, it's two hours. No way. And then I was like, well, maybe it's because the sex scenes are actually real sex scenes and they were pretty, you know, standard times yeah well i don't know what kind of porn you watch but (laughs) it'll be between eight and 15 minutes you know tops yeah i figured that into it in the you know the disclaimers at the top i was like yeah the disclaimers is taking like 
<laughs> at least three minutes. <laughs> but I get it. Disclaim away. <laughs> Disclaim away. These aren't actual children. Oh They're all God. over 19. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have to put that out there. It was so many disclaimers. And, you know, I'm a comedian, so I'm finding everything funny as I go along. It's just how my brain works. Yeah. So I wasn't taking it so serious. Like, oh, they're fucking dead people. Actually, that didn't even cross my mind until you guys just said necrophilia. I like it didn't even, it didn't even click in my head. No, they're just really scabby individuals. This is just what people look like at the end of the night in a club in LA, really. <laughs> Which is why I won't move to LA. <sighs> Let's go next. <laughs> so we're reviewing today The Walking Dead, a hardcore parody, the 2013 film. And by the way, I'm I was pretty excited about this because it was directed by Joanna Angel and Tommy Pistol. And we love Tommy on this show. You we know. do. He fucked a couch for our entertainment. That is a good human being or a bad one. And I'm not sure which and I'll take both or either. He also wrote this porn. It was amazing. I thought it was very witty. I went into it because, first of all, I've never watched a movie porn. If I log on to any porn site for any porn, it's to handle my business and then be out. It's not to actually watch a movie. So this was my first experience. So of course I went into it thinking that it was going to be awful. And I'm not saying that they should have an Oscar for it, but I was pleasantly surprised. Like it was like right at the top when the zombie gave him the most amazing head I've ever seen in my life. And he's like, uh, Okay, thanks. Like, there was just (laughs) cute little moments in in one of the next scenes where they was like, I found my mom's butt plugs and dildos and and a a street cone. I start rolling when when he said street cone. I'm like, really? And they're just delivering these lines very in step with how they would in the show, which is beautiful. And we'll definitely walk the audience through the porn, as we usually do scene by scene. But what I did love is, as you mentioned, normally you expect like eight to 15 to 30 minutes of a sex scene. And Mm. normally we get that in most of our porn parodies. I mean, when we watched Avengers a few weeks ago, out of the two hours, I know it was horrible. We're still dealing with it. I'm talking to my therapist about it. I just saw Avengers Endgame last night. Wasn't it good? I should log on after we get off of this and just watch the Avengers parody porn. (laughs) No, don't, don't. No. Yeah, because out of two hours, it was 15 minutes of plus. And like, I'm sorry. It was just so bad. You know what the worst thing someone can do while they're having sex in a porn? The worst thing someone can do is look bored. And there was a scene uh, where one of the women having sex looked just bored. And I'm like, oh, girl, this is I am dry. I never want to watch whether it's a movie porn or porn porn where anyone looks bored because why are we here? Yeah. But I will say like the watching the Walking Dead parody, they were all really. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it was hot. They look like they were having a good time. Like, yeah. And it was relevant to the scenes. I thought they did a good job making sense of why they're even having sex, which was pretty cool. But I'm feeling weird about liking it because you're making me feel like it's like dead people fucking. Oh, no! <laughs> no, no, no. We've seen some shit uh, on this show and we've gotten into all of it. We've liked it all. And it's, or, okay, we've had some contention with some of them for bad uh, cinematography and or uh, editing decisions. But there's weird stuff that's been perfectly uh, masturbatal on the show. And it's funny because I, before we started recording, I started talking to my friends about the ethics of fucking a zombie. 
be of whether or not they can consent because obviously I I care about whether or not zombies have it didn't even cross my mind I don't know if that means I'm a horrible person or not or maybe I just didn't really connect that the zombies are dead here's the question are zombies technically dead? I don't know if zombies are fully dead because they're still walking around and breathing. They're just exactly. They have a drive. They have a vital right. need to fulfill. It's just their vital need is to kill humans to get to their brains. So, right. so it's something there. Also, two questions. Number one: So, are brains considered paleo? You know, early man probably did resort to cannibalism occasionally. Maybe, but the second is: Is it like fucking a toaster? Because it's working, but it's not conscious. So, I mean, I think if you can... Okay, maybe with Who a toaster... Who do you know that's <laughs> fucking a toaster? How did we get to toaster fuck? I'm very confused how we landed at toaster fucking. Yeah, I, did sorry. I just have a petty mall seizure and blank out for 15 seconds? Like, how we got to toaster fucking? <laughs> yeah, toaster was a weird comparison. Okay. Look, you started at an amazing doing it live joke. It's all downhill from there. I'm sorry. You know, it had to even it out. It's okay. One man in one kitchen appliance stew, as long as it's sexual and not electrical. I don't, you know what? Never mind. I give up. Maybe the comparison should have been a plant, like Little Shop of Horrors, like I like that. More like, you know, maybe something like that. I don't know if toaster is a good connection because a toaster never had a conscience, (laughs) never was alive. Hey, I saw the brave little toaster and I still believe. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what part of the toaster would be sexual. It all seems just painful. It has (laughs) holes. (laughs) <laughs> they're very strangely shaped holes <laughs> you know there are people who have some weird fetishes and we're not here to shame them we're just we're here to say that they're off the beaten track is is what we'll say i did find a story about a man in the uk putting his dong in a toaster wait did he get an orgasm out of it like was this for pleasure or experimentation or what was the purpose of the penis and the toaster combining their energies you know shockingly the bbc did not report on that was shockingly a pun because if it was well played. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. Look, I'm not one to judge what turns anyone on or off either, but that just seems very dangerous. Yes. Just, if you're going to fuck a toaster, just make sure it's not plugged in. That's all. That's the public yeah. service announcement for Coach Vaughn. <laughs> I've seen Groundhog's Day. There is a scene with the toaster and the bathtub. That shit will, it doesn't work out. Now that we've discussed toaster fucking in detail, let's get to the porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so, way more normal than this discussion. Yeah. Then go for it. So we start off with a great intro, which is very reminiscent of the Walking dead intro. I mean, Vaughn, you watched the show. I, I, you know, would you compare it to that? Yes. And I, I'm one of those people, same with Game of Thrones. I love spoilers. So I tend to be a late bloomer when it comes to popular shows. I just started watching Game of Thrones. Me too. Episode three (laughs) of this season with the big battle. So now I started all the way back season one, episode one, and now I know what I'm watching and what I'm building to. Same with thing with Walking Dead. Love Walking Dead as I got into it later. But when I went back, I just recently went back to the very first episode of Walking Dead. And I would say this parody porn of Walking Dead was very well done in that they paid attention to the detail 
of that very first scene. Yeah. I mean, in the very first scene, what we have is even, so you have Rick, who's played by Tommy Pistol, in a hospital bed, obviously waking up from a coma. He has a bandage wrapped around his abdomen. And as we see him getting up, walking around, looking for a nurse, we have the door, which I'm told, okay, let's also bear in mind, I've never watched Walking Dead. So I had a handful of friends who walked me through this porn and held my hand <laughs> through it, which was, it's something that doesn't usually happen because I try watching the original content. But even the doorway, from what I'm told, is really yes. similar. Yes, that's why I said it was really good. Because another thing you expect when you're like, oh, this is a porn parody, this is going to be, well, it's low budget. It's not like a big, they didn't have a Walking Dead Game of Thrones budget, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. But sometimes with low budget, especially in 2000 and whenever this was shot, 13, you said? Yeah. We have digital media. We have advanced camera phone. We have a lot of advanced technology where you can do some pretty amazing stuff right. with a low budget. Mm-hmm. So for me, if it's low budget and it's super crappy, it speaks to you not really putting in the effort and the detail and the time and the effort. So when I saw this opening scene and all the detail and all the effort put in behind what was probably a low budget indie film, I was like, yeah, they're really putting in the work, which counts for a lot. Oh, absolutely. Especially because it's a parody porn. You could just literally go, we don't really have to do much because it's going to be, they're going to be fucking. So, but that's not what they did. And it's noticeable from the first scene. Absolutely. We get to the first sex scene, which is a blowjob scene. And instead of the zombies eating, that was great. Oh my God. They, they, you know, they're apparently really horny. They're going for the cock. And it <laughs> was straight for the dick and here's here's what I don't get because immediately thereafter and this was this was impressive the giver of the blowjob stayed in zombie character whilst sucking cock that is that don't tell me there's not acting in a porno you suck a cock while acting like a zombie I don't know if that's hardcore acting or not but I think that's how I sound when I I was like oh this is so realistic she's so good <laughs> She's just giving it without putting on the pretense and trying to sound sexy. This is how That's we why really this sound. Is like the best head scene ever. <laughs> Game over. Do I have to watch the rest of this film? This is like give them the award already. <laughs> Give that zombie the Oscar. Mm-hmm. This is the Meryl Streep of zombies. Oh, she killed it. She killed it. And he was hilarious. The writing and the the wit, the, it was just so witty. Like, it was funny to me. Laurie, I'm sorry. I'm married. <laughs> oh, is that a zombie with a death wish? Because that zombie went into that willingly. Kamikaze style. And right afterwards died. I just want to know, did the zombie not know? Or was that a suicidal zombie who was just kind of horny too? That's a great question. Again, I didn't think so deep into all of this. I did notice throughout that sometimes they were able to kill zombies with just by shooting them or whatever, and it wasn't come. So you do question like, well, is it by come or by bullet like or is it both and what you just said it didn't even cross my mind until now that's a great question we think way too deeply about these porn parody plots it's so deep like i didn't know i was supposed to be this deep tommy (laughs) we have questions for you my favorite though is at the very end after he blows his load where the zombie is just laying there and he's like hey hey thanks and like kind of plops her on the ground (laughs) 
I think what they were trying to accomplish also when I, I'm a comedian. So when I hear the word parody, I assume there's going to be some funny. So I assume a lot of this was them attempting to be funny. That's actually pretty funny. So, I mean, that's a pass. I didn't, I don't think it has to be for me that super deep and detailed when of it's course. a parody. One of the best things about parodies is the parts that you catch. It's like, what? All right, they're just being funny. We like to pick on the absurdity of it. So that's <laughs> part of our charm. Like part of the way the whole podcast started was we decided there was a market for picking on porn the way that Neil deGrasse Tyson picks on bad science in the movies. Mm. So we know these plot holes are here and there's no point of it. But and yet here we are. No, I, I get that. But this is my first time watching it. So I'm just giving my perspective of like what I'm thinking as I'm going through it and how. I could miss the point that you just made because I wasn't, I was looking at it from the perspective of you're watching a movie, mm-hmm. a porn is it's the first time I ever experienced that. There was a part of my brain that just was like, it's also a parody. Like you're yeah. watching a weird Al Yankovic video, oh, yeah. a parody of Michael Jackson thriller or whatever. You're the part of the funniness of it is finding the stuff that's ridiculous about it. Oh, yeah. So speaking of ridiculousness, next we see uh, Rick stumbling with his hospital gown to his house looking for Lori and Carl. He calls their names out. No one's there. He's trying to figure out what's happening. So he pulls out his box of what looks like photographs and mementos. And then he pulls out her dildo, sniffs it, her scent. It looked like a double-ended pink dildo. <laughs> I Maybe. Well done on the dildo selection, sir. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Vaughn, but I believe that is a throwback to the scene where he goes back to his house. They're not there. And what makes him sure that they're still alive is the photos are gone. She's taken with her. The photo's gone, yes. Maybe he smelled recent come on the dildo and that's why he was like they must be still alive right Maybe? and what's even more interesting about the detail of that yes you are correct the pictures being gone and obviously the dildo is part of this uniquely not part of the real walking dead what? but i think what they did with that and him smelling it and saying her scent, it's recent, it ties into the fact that like in The Real Walking Dead, we know that the wife ended up with a friend and all of that stuff. Yeah. But in that moment when he's smelling her dildo, he wouldn't think that she was with another man. She's taking care of herself with this. Oh, good point. No, you don't really, like, you're like in the back of your mind, you're like, am I going to see a threesome happen between this whole thing because it's a porn parody? But then because he did that, you don't know. Is she just taking care of herself? Do they go there with the friend? Do they not? So now at this point, I'm really interested And seeing what happens next, because they may go off book with what really happens in The Walking Dead, or they may not. See, I didn't even think of that because it's been so long since I've seen the show. (laughs) So the next scene is we see Lori and Shane making out. We have Carl Mm -hmm. interrupting. Does that ever happen in the real show? I'm curious. I don't remember any scenes myself where he caught them or saw anything. So I don't know. But again, I'm I'm fresh and new, so I can't say that I've been through every single episode. But I think I've been through most of the episodes before it was found out. So 
uh, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone who's listening, but I don't think so. Fair enough. I know that one of my friends, when I asked, because there was a line about uh, removing her necklace, where I know it kind of references in the actual Walking Dead, apparently something about she needs, you know, her taking it off before hooking up with Shane. Yes. Okay, yeah. So in this porn, obviously, the reason is that, you know, it it hurts Shane's dick when he titty fucks her. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) which made me giggle. Practicality. she, She immediately went from the drama and i think she's pretty good to do this as an actress oh yeah, yeah. went from the immediate she was solid the dramatic serious soap opera to oh yeah well fuck this thing you know i gotta get titty far <laughs> that made me laugh priorities oh yeah exactly and then of course two seconds later the son is back in there <laughs> <laughs> There's titty fucking aloft here, child. It's like the room a little bit where, like, you know, you had Denny in the room who kept interrupting. What's it called? Did you guys see the room? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always have to remember, is it the room or room? Very different movies. Not the one with Brie Larson. It is the best horrible movie ever made. The point is, though, that there is this adult man-child who kept interrupting in the beginning, first five minutes of a sex scene. Oh, and this this so kind of, weird. like, felt like that for a hot second. And then there was a bit of an interesting, weird scene here with Carl and Sophia. Yeah. How do we describe this? I want to be a whore like your mom. I was like, what? I want to be more like your slut mom. Like, <laughs> what? Sophia is a nine-year-old in the show. Let's remember this. But in here, she's like 19, yeah. so. Yeah. Well, yeah, disclaimers. The three-minute disclaimers made sure we knew that. They were all at least 19. I didn't see the other movie that you're talking about, but I do want to say if it was some type of call back to a different Probably not. movie, but they found some relevance to it, I think that's genius. I love when I see that, especially when most people of that genre would have seen that movie. And it's like a little inside joke, like, hey, this is not Walking Dead. This is from the room. But that genre of people would pick up on that. I think that that's well done. All Mm. applause to them if that's what it was intended for. I'm going to applaud the next part because this was one of my personal favorite scenes. So we have Andrea who storms in with her, you know, long, uh, curly wig, her uh, jacket splattered with blood. And she goes on about how she's not getting fucked and that even the fucking kids are getting more action than her. My favorite, though, is that because she hates dicks so much, she cuts them off the zombies and she has a bag of dicks. She's literally got a bag of dicks. That she's using as dildos. (laughs) I think this was foreshadowing that we knew a lesbian sex scene was coming. Oh, and I knew exactly who it was. I knew exactly who it was going to be. I don't know if you want me to spoil it. Yeah, please do. Oh, yes, yes. Because I didn't know the parallel to the show. Oh, Michonne. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Ah. I was like, oh, I get to see Michonne. (laughs) I think I'm saying her name right. But... One of the things about the real Walking Dead is there is post-apocalypse time. Like, it's a mess. There's, like, not a lot of running water. All ca- but everyone is fucking gorgeous. And Michelle is so gorgeous to me. I love oh, her hair and her face. Oh, yeah. She's so serious and she kicks ass. I was like, I'm willing to bet all $20 in my bank account. Been <laughs> <laughs> am there. That this lesbian scene... Is going to be with Michelle. Oh, I was waiting for it. Now they really got me hooked because I also wanted to see how much this actress looked like Michelle. 
and we'll definitely get to her, but they lo- she looked really similar, uh, I want to say, at least costume-wise. 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 Yeah. I like to judge based on costumes, not necessarily on features, because porn, budgets. Right, yeah. right, right. I would have hated on anyone that wasn't actually her. So Fair enough. <laughs> Standards. If I hurted anyone, I'd be like, eh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I just think she was a little... Thin. Mm. She's a little thin for Michonne. I thought Michonne had some body to her. But yeah, we'll get to that whenever you get to it. Yeah. So uh, Andrea, she's figured out that if the zombies swallow cum, it kills them. So it just, you know, reiterates what we've already learned from scene one. And Carl doesn't feel well and asks his mom to go home, get some medicine, you know, doesn't want to get a fever and I guess get his brains bashed in. They fight some zombies. As you do. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Sophia gets left behind. So that happens and we kind of see her get attacked by zombies. So uh, what was interesting, though, is this kind of throws back a little bit to the camp scene, but in totally diverges from that. And uh, we end up with Daryl, who we only have for this like one scene. Yeah, I love Daryl. It was like, how do we work in a, a threesome in a trailer? And that was the way that they did it. Was Daryl got to bang two zombies? You know, it had to happen at some point. There had to be double penetration. So you're gonna <laughs> figure out how to do it. <laughs> Again, the two ladies stayed in character. So much groaning. So much growling. Yeah. Oh no, no. I'm I'm sorry. I was yeah. referring to another scene. You're t- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that scene was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. The threesome. I was thinking, uh, never mind. <laughs> there was a lot of zombie and blood and purple makeup and penises. So don't worry. Very easy to mix them up. Yeah, I think that the one who was actually getting most of the action was more in character than the other one that was kind of just laying there grabbing boobs and stuff. <laughs> I, I saw her going in and out a little bit like, hey, it's easier to go, ah, ah, ah. You know, the whole time when you're actually getting action, it's kind of harder to do the zombie noise when nothing's happening. So I I could dig it. I I get her, you know, dilemma in that scene. Everybody has a role in a threesome. (laughs) If she'd gotten down and gargled some balls, she could have made that noise. I'm just I'm here to offer suggestions. Just, you know, yeah. No nomination for her. (laughs) Get some taint up in there and you will be all right. You'll be in on the zombie noises. So uh, now we actually do get back to the house because that was our only one scene with Daryl and then he's gone. Hey, Um, he killed two (laughs) zombies in one scene. Well done, Daryl. Fair enough. So we see Shane and crew go back to Rick and Lori's house. Uh, Lori and Andrea fight about uh, leaving behind Sophia and cue the sad music. Shane's explaining to Carl that... If Sophia has really turned, he's going to have to fuck her mouth, come and kill her. So I just, I love the dramatic, sad music when that was playing. And then Lori is like, are you serious? Have some sympathy, Shane. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's hard to with your nipple sticking out of your shirt like that. I don't know what that was a reference to, but all right. Um, Maybe in the post-apocalyptic world, bras aren't a priority. I don't know. At this point, I just think as many boobs that you can possibly have out when you are at risk of becoming a zombie, I think this is a good thing. Look, I'm not going to be worried about a bra when zombies are running around. I don't have on a bra right now. (laughs) Ditto. Ditto. I think all o'clocks are no bra o'clocks in the zombie apocalypse because I think all all o'clocks are no bra o'clocks now. It's it's like basically if I'm not leaving the house, I'm not putting on a bra and I work as a writer. So 
I don't leave the house is all that often. If I'm running from zombies and I'm worried about a bra, I deserve to die. <laughs> exactly. I just I, I want flats. I want I want to not have back pain from a stupid fucking bra. Survival of the tittest. <laughs> she did it again. Solid pun. See, you are back. We're good. <laughs> Let's see how long this lasts. Um, <laughs> don't worry. I'll fuck it up before you. I, I have not gone high, but I have not had too much of a low this episode. Don't worry. I'm going to stumble myself into a Mariana's trench eventually. I'll get there. I'll be the first one that trips enough for a zombie to eat my brain, is what I'm saying. So Andrea confronts a crying Carl, and then what ends up happening, the door opens, Rick comes in, I thought you were lost, boy. Uh, Carl, I thought you were dead, dad. Will you help me find my friend Sophia? She wants me to put dildos in her ass, which is really a very impassioned speech if you think about it. But I love Rick, what he said. I wrote it down. The way he said it was just so like... Wait, what did he say? I don't remember. Oh, well, that's a special girl, Carl. That's a kind of special girl you don't put on a short bus. You let her sit on your lap while you drive. The world is changing, Carl, and anal isn't going to be around much longer unless you're into fucking men. And Oh, yeah, I remember that. I think Carl's (laughs) like a gay or crossover actor, so that's kind of like... He says he's not into it, but in reality. <laughs> it was so seriously delivered. It was like, oh, this is some fatherly advice in the post-apocalypse. And that's how I felt a lot of the lines were from Tommy uh, slash Rick. It was it was so bizarre slash wonderful. So next we have Rick looking for his wife, Lori, and Carl says she's in the bedroom with Shane. Uh, and Rick ah, walks and in. Comes. What What does he walk in on? Oh, I've been waiting for this moment the entire time. <laughs> I Shit, know this was so go. well scripted, too. Um, this is amazing. Shane, why is your face in my wife's ass? <laughs> we were just going to find a little girl named Sophia in my wife's ass. You were going to find a teenager in my wife's ass. You'd be surprised what fits in your wife's ass. Now, if you want to argue morality, you go argue the morality of that line. But if you're not nitpicking and you're like, all right, everybody relax. It's supposed to be a porn parody. That's actually a hilarious line. That's an amazing back and forth right there. That was well done for the characters, for the... I mean, come on, you'd be surprised what fits in your wife's ass. Well done. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of things. Do we have to make a list or write a book? I've heard that a fully lubed American football can fit if you if you work it in most people's butts. But you know what? I don't suggest you try that. I have seen some amazing videos uh, recently of... Uh, so you guys know the company... I don't know if you've heard of Bad Dragon products before. No. They make custom toys. And some of the toys you can make like large or extra large. They're reasonably priced and really high quality stuff but there's ones where it's like it's bigger than a football i mean when i say it's about like a solid foot it's it's fucking huge and women lubing that up and putting it in it is i have seen some stuff that's what i'm saying well you know i'm i don't mm -mm, no thank you i don't (laughs) i'm good i don't think you could fit a fully lubed teenager in there dead or undead have you tried uh, you know what? A, a teenager, like they have to be at least twenty-two to ride. Fair enough. Like, and even then, they're kind of—they're not smart enough yet. I don't think they're, think they're fully baked until they're like twenty-seven. Well, in this porn parody, I mean, none of the zombies are really thinking, so it doesn't matter. This is very true. But uh, so Rick and Shane get into a fist fight. Lori breaks it up, and obviously, they need to put the past behind them. You know, even though it just happened a minute ago. <laughs> 
Another very funny line. <laughs> it was great. A very good point. So she suggests a truce. And what can bring three people together more than a threesome? Double penetration. Let me tell you something. Uh, this is a scene that I want to happen in a real Dead. <laughs> I want to clap. <laughs> the undertone in the real Walking Dead of that whole situation was really interesting. So that was one of the things, like I said, going into this, knowing it's a porn parody, I was like, this has to happen. So <laughs> it was very fulfilling what it did. It was a great scene. Nice. And by the way, it's so rare we get a DP scene in a porn. So I was yeah. actually pretty happy about that. They did everything in that room. Everything. I honestly didn't expect DP. No, me neither. I figured it would be some, you know, double action going there, but I didn't expect that much. I was like, okay, yeah, go all the way in. <laughs> they were having a romping good time in that scene too. <laughs> like, it's nice when you're watching it and you feel like the actors are enjoying what they're doing. It's like these people, their genitals were happy at the end of it. At least that's what I was feeling from it. Oh, Joanna Angel was caught between two times. Tommy's. Tommy Pistol, Tommy Gun. I knew she would be caught in the crossfires of those two. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, Pistol and a gun. No, I'll take it. Solid groaner, salt, but I like groaners. So we like groaners. You know what I'm porn. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so compared to the original, Vaughn, how does this compare? Because obviously there's no DP in Walking Dead. Look, there's absolutely no comparison to the original. It's it, it's like any parody. You know, you have your fun moments, you enjoy it for what it is, but to actually compare it to the actual Walking Dead would be an unfair comparison and would automatically put the parody at a disadvantage. And I'm not saying that just specifically to this, but just in general. Mm. I think that their attempt was very well done. So, you know, glasses up to them for that. Fair enough. So uh, they wrap up the sex scene and then, you know, Shane, your wife's pussy is something else, Rick. I know. <laughs> so consider this a thank you for keeping her alive, but it'll never happen again. By the way, I don't know if you noticed, but I freeze framed on that moment and I saw the look on Joanna Angel's face who plays Lori. It looked pissed when he said it'll never happen again <laughs> i didn't notice that that's funny oh someone found good cock in the apocalypse mm. i felt that face i was like wait that'll never happen again what Aww. i think that's a callback to the real one because i think that you know speaking real like your heart and vagina heart i guess was in two places I get that reaction. Mm. Vagina heart. I like that. I have to borrow that at some point. <laughs> Just give me my credit. I'm a comic. I always need my credit. <laughs> Anytime I use that, as Vonda Carla says, vagina heart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Obviously, Shane is really pissed off. It's bullshit. You know, it was, uh, he protected them as if they were his family. He points a gun at Rick. Joanna shoots Shane and then Shane dies. Here's another great part. So obviously we know that come kills him. Uh, so Tommy is like, all right, I'm going to take care of this. So he starts unzipping again as if he's about to fuck Shane. Yeah. That scared me a little bit. I was like, what's happening here? <laughs> I didn't expect it to go there. I'm like, this isn't going to go to a gay sex scene. It's not not that I would have minded. I just didn't think it was going to go in that direction. So when, when Laurie just fucking shoots him in the head, I'm like, okay, 
that's I figured that was. I wouldn't happen. have been surprised because I felt like up until this point they were covering all grounds. Yeah. So why not? You know. I just said I wasn't used to Tommy Pistol doing that kind of porn, so that was why that was the one thing that would have surprised me. I figured he was just going to come and like shoot it by like a foot if that's what was going to happen. Next after that we have uh, some of the characters going back into the living room. Andrea, you have horribly thin walls. <laughs> I think we've all been there with a roommate, so. Oh, my God. I did get a a note taped on my door once uh, at at my apartment to let me know that apparently my walls were too thin. Oops. I feel like we've all been there, except I feel like I've definitely gotten one or two or many post-it notes in my life. (laughs) my defense, I ended up marrying the guy. Fair enough. That screaming was worth it. So Carl's running a fever. Rick offers to run to the hospital, but uh, Andrea is willing to do it. Andrea, you know, says she's going to go to the hospital. So in this next scene, so she goes past some zombies. No, she walks really slowly by them. Do they not? Yeah, like somehow, and like they're sniffing her and just walking past. I'm like, is this a throwback to something in the show? Does she have some? Well, yeah, in the show, I think it would be a throwback to the whispers because they. Uh- What's that? Once you're covered, was she covered in cum or blood or whatever? Because in the real Walking Dead, if you smell dead, they don't go after you. So there's a group called the Whisperers that walk among the dead, and they just they cut off body parts and heads, and and they they drown themselves in the dead smell. So when they're walking amongst the dead, the dead does not bother them because they think that they are also dead. That makes more sense. Sounds slightly unhygienic, but makes more sense. Well, next time we have her, she gets to hospital. She opens it with a crowbar. Zombies spot her. And then, of course, she's rescued because she's backed into a corner by, how do you pronounce his name? Michonne? Michonne, I believe that's how you say it. Michonne. Yeah. So Michonne whips out her katana and then, you know, starts slaying some zombie ass because that's awesome. Oh, she's a slayer. She just destroys Uh, a pile of zombies through like hot butter. It was lovely. Wakanda forever. (laughs) Now, here's another thing I didn't understand. Michonne and Andrea compared their shoes. Why? (laughs) Was this a throwback? I think it was just a comedic moment that just meant nothing. Sometimes it's not that deep. It's like, hey, we're in the middle of this. Hey, by the way, where'd you get those shoes? Oh, yeah. okay. I think it was them an attempt to be funny. I don't think it was more outside anything outside of just a try to be funny moment. Whether or not it lands, as you know, sometimes it lands, sometimes it doesn't. But from my perspective, it was just a moment of trying to be funny. Had no idea if that had any deeper meaning. So Michelle explains, you know, CDC, it's safe there. Andrea asks if she's going to be there. And, you know... Michonne also explains she hates zombie, zombie dick. dick. I think we all know where this is going. So <laughs> you hate zombie dick? Like what a coincidence! I too hate the zombie. <gasps> what should we do about this? All the zombie dick hating. Hmm. Oh, you know what? That is a callback to the whispers because she cut the dicks off and she was walking around with oh, the bag of dicks. Yeah. So that's definitely a whisperer's thing. Yeah. Okay, Yvette. I so see you as a person selling bags of dicks in the apocalypse. In the apocalypse. Yeah. 
I'll just be like, I was wrong about everything I ever said about Gwyneth Paltrow. Mysticism is true. Bags of dicks, everyone. Bags of dicks. The dick bags will set you free. The dick bags are what will keep you alive. Only from the baddest of men shall we cut the dicks. <laughs> if you have misbehaved, we will find you. We start with Harvey Weinstein. Oh, the, the list is long. I'd say Harvey is first, but I don't have a hazmat suit. Like, I'd have to go near him. Who does the cutting, you know? Michonne. Exactly. Yeah, we all need a Michonne in our life with a katana. Yes. Next, we go to... So the family and Andrea are now kind of at like a train station fighting through a bunch of zombies. Carl yells for Sophia. They end up at a warehouse where they meet Glenn. They go to the roof all together. Then we see Sophia basically in zombie form holding a rag doll. Now, quick question. Did you guys, I don't know if you noticed this before we get to that scene. Did you guys notice that the guy who was playing Glenn um, had yellow face? <laughs> Wait, what? No, I didn't notice that. I had no idea. Yeah, so I did some quick research. Apparently, the guy who played Glenn, apparently it was a friend of Joanna Angel's who kind of, she really wanted to be in the porn parody and he wanted to be in it in some way, shape, or form. And I mean, as far as height and build, I want to say he kind of looked like Glenn, but I'm not even kidding you when I say this. I like looked closer and apparently, I can't make this up. They taped his eyes back. No. What? Yes. No. Yes. Fuck you. No. I mean, Bank yeah, murders. I can believe it, obviously, but fuck. They took this film too serious. <laughs> it's like, dude. No one would have noticed. Uh, he signed a contract for fucking Anne having his eyes taped back. That's a lot. <laughs> wow. Like, I mean, that was a, uh, hmm. Mm. Okay. That's something they fucking did i will say this roof scene was my least favorite scene though because i couldn't have been more aggravated at him trying to get sophia's clothes off i'm like ugh, that was my least favorite scene the doll was weird to me like the doll was weird but i was more annoyed like if we're gonna have a sexy what i didn't get the reason why it took so long like why could he get her clothes off because they could have cut that in production. They could have just been like, oh, let's get her clothes off faster. Yeah. They left it there for a reason, and I never saw the reason, so it just aggravated me. Yeah, this was an editorial decision, and they could have sped that up. I was waiting to see if it was a reason for it. It kept me looking like, okay, there's a reason why. And then there was never a reason why. So I was like, oh, you waited to get this far into the film to get lazy on your editing? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? So for our audience, it's a sex scene between uh, Sophia and Carl. By the way, what I found was at least kind of funny was, you know, Glenn wants to step up to the plate, but Tommy as uh, Rick holds him back and says, no, this one's for my boy. Yeah. And gives Carl a very impassioned speech of, Carl, I gotta know, do you have it in you? To go and fuck that girl and kill her with your cum? Yeah. Well, you go on, boy, and you do what you got to do. And, you know, his family did also watch from a distance, so maybe that made the whole thing awkward. Laurie is giving the, you know, the, the tongue between the fingers signal. It, it was a family affair. It's I guess I wish my family was that supportive. I don't know. 
You know, sometimes there are things I just don't want my family to support me in. I, I want them to be like, you know, Yvette, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Well, I don't, I'm not a scientist and I don't know how algorithms go and I don't study the internet, but I'm willing to bet that the people selecting incest as a uh, selection on these porn sites have heightened since Game of Thrones because it's a lot oh of God. it's a lot of incest in Game of Thrones. So, oh, yeah. you know, I imagine that <laughs> people are more comfortable watching these scenes because of the things that are being put out there. Now, question, did you guys notice how the ragdoll was kind of used in an awkward way during during that? It almost felt like yeah. a threesome with the ragdoll. Like, was he trying to tell her to look at that? Was he kind of focusing on that for inspiration? Like, there was something very weird about it. I I don't know if the ragdoll is like a prop from the show. I There's something I'm missing about the, the significance of this prop, but it was... I missed the whole ragdoll thing because I was too busy yelling at the screen about <laughs> her clothes taking too long. I was still in my feelings about that. So that all went over my head. The one thing I will say about the sex was, and this is kind of a, a thing about the zombie sex, is I think you have to, like, there is an art to acting the zombie whilst fucking is that you have to seem enthused about the penis that you're getting. She kind of seemed, how to phrase this, zombied out. She was grunting unenthusiastically about the dick, you know? Maybe right. that could have been the acting or like... That's that could what have been I'm her- saying. Y'all got me all the way through this far in this film. Now the acting is lazy. The editing See? is lazy. Agreed. Like, what's going on? And as a matter of fact, the camera was lazy too. I think that was a handheld iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I believe they were on a rooftop in Vegas because I recognize that skyline. I can't... I don't think I'm wrong on this. That looks like rooftop Vegas. If you are Tommy Pistol listening to this, let us know. <laughs> Email us at info at twogirlsonmike.com or just text me. <laughs> and let Tommy, me know tell if us. It was an Android or an iPhone 10 because it looks pretty good, but. <laughs> like, there are very few things that bother me in, like, the fucking itself in porn, but if somebody just looks bored, and that was the thing with this, and I think it might, I don't know if it was her acting like a zombie or if she was just bored with the sex. And so it just, it took me out of the joy of the zombie fucking. On the bright side, it wasn't too long of a fuck so we got to move on pretty quickly uh to the cdc where they see that on all the monitors because now we're kind of in a setting where you know there's a couple computers there's a massive one on the screen of uh, all the continents rick uh is shouting at glenn to type in different city names we see that, you know, there's a zombie invasion in each and every city. And then some, you know, walkers come in, they start, uh, you know, killing the zombies. But of course, you know, eventually they run out of bullets. So I guess you have to resort to come and they have an orgy. So then it is true that there were two ways to kill a zombie, bullets and come. Exactly. I guess it makes me wonder, though, if you're fucking the zombie, is there a way to avoid them turning you into a zombie? Is this like iZombie rules where if you fuck a zombie, you become a zombie? I mean, I don't know. Well, I was waiting for that, too. I didn't get a much of a payoff throughout because in The Real Walking Dead, there's a lot of different levels of as the seasons went on. At first, it was like, oh, you had to be bitten. And then they realized that everyone was infected. And as soon as you die, whether you were bitten or not, it was the disease is within you and you become the walking dead, whether you're bit or not, just death brings out the zombie. So in this, I didn't see that payoff. I didn't know 
how these people became zombies in the first place because no one else became a zombie. Maybe it's if you kill a zombie with your cum, you, you're you immune to zombieism. It's like some sort of reverse vaccination. Well, I guess you're writing Walking Dead porn parody part two because that definitely wasn't. Tommy, in the- call me. We're going to, we're on this. I need to first watch more. Walk- I didn't see none of that. I watched like a season and a half of it. And then like, I don't know what it was. I was, I think I was watching like too many other things way too intently. And it was like, it dropped off for me. Yeah. But no one's watching it. I feel like anymore during yeah. the later seasons, I feel like everybody was really interested in the first few seasons. And I think in, okay. So this is in reference to the real show where uh, Glenn was killed. I think that was a drop off point for a lot of people. What Glenn was was killed? Is that a spoiler? Shh. I just started watching Game of Thrones a week ago, so I'm in the middle of binging everything that has been spoiled on the internet for like, you know, years. So uh, we had the credits. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed some of the zombie names. Sometimes people use some fun aliases. In this one, we had uh, Cock Cake Factory, Dick Spitfire J, and Big Rumps. <laughs> they were non-sex zombies, to clarify. Yeah, I did watch the credits. The credits made me laugh. It was very fulfilling at the end to watch all the credits ride by with all the different real names and zombie names. I'm like, this is, it's creative, but it's always like porn is always straight to the point. If it's big, dick, fuck, small tits, like it's just going to be that. Like it's just straight to the point. But it, I thought it was fun and creative. Yeah. You know, one day I feel like I'll have a porn name to put in a porn parody. That's a dream. Isn't your porn name supposed to be like the name of your childhood pet plus the street you grew up on is your porn name? So my name would be uh, Star Blair. That's not too bad. Oh, that is a wonderful porn name. That's really good. <laughs> I'm just saying, you have a name for it already. Like, that's, there you go. I'm Tutu Valley. Tutu Valley. Mine would be Karen Fluffy or Fluffy Karen. I'm not sure which. Yeah, I don't know which one comes first. I did the childhood pet name was Star, and then the sh- where I grew up, Blair, Star Blair. But it could be Blair Star. I don't know. What came first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know. If you know what came first, uh, chicken or the egg in porn Ooh. names, let us know. Info <laughs> at twogirlsonmike.com. We care about all the different ways people come up with porn names. So let us know yours, I guess. So, I mean, overall, I feel like this, you saw how much Joanna and Tommy cared about the production of this because it wasn't just... 90 minutes of fucking with a little bit of plot, it was heavy on the plot. I want to say it was about 70% plot. It was heavy on the plot. Yeah. It was very detailed in, in referencing um, what they were parodying. Because you would expect if they didn't put a lot of effort into the details of the original of what they're doing a parody of, they would just take zombies fucking. But they really got into the details, like we said earlier, and just like the pictures being gone and and the scenes. It was very specific. And they, I think they did a really good job with what they had to work with. So two thumbs up. Agreed. And you know what? I now hope that if I'm ever lost, someone, you know, finds my dildo and sniffs it and sees when the last time I used it was, you know? It's, it's fresh. She's still alive. <laughs> they go, ah, her scent. Give it a good appreciative sniff. Of course, like on every episode, we have some patrons to thank because they help, you know, send some awesome microphones to our guests like Vaughn, as well as help with the production of this podcast. So this week we're thinking Bob Cole, Bob Dole, Bob Mudford, Eric H. Glenn Shriver, Brian Gowdy, Joshua Rice, Mark Romer, Matthew Green, Rowdy, Shane White, and many others. 
And if you want to become a patron as well and get some bonus footage as well as uh, some content from us and interact with us, go to patreon.com slash twogirlsonemike or just go to twogirlsonemike.com. You can find all the details there. But Vaughn, you know, you've been such a great guest on our show. Uh, where can our listeners find more of you? If you go to coachvon.com or coachvonpodcast.com, you will get links to all of my social media. I'm at Von DiCarlo on Twitter and Instagram. Everything's on my website. Very easy. And I also have a Patreon page that I am promoting as well, where you'll get exclusive content. I'm doing a monthly comedy show in New York City. And the comedians that are on the show will serve as my co-hosts on my live streaming podcast thereafter with a special celebrity guest. It's launching May 22nd at Sid Goldroom in New York City. And it's going to be a fun time. So please check me out. Follow me wherever you can. Join my Patreon. There are tier levels where you could get my book for free and free comedy passes, or you could just have the basic subscription, whatever. Just check it out. CoachVaughnPodcast.com. Thank you guys for having me. I have fun. Yeah, thanks for coming on. You know what's really funny is I actually went to a comedy show alone months ago and not even realizing, I knew at the time Lainey, and she said, oh yeah, I have this great client, Vaughn DiCarlo, and I, I was sitting in the audience and all of a sudden you come on stage. Oh, really? Where were you? God, I think it was a grizzly pear. Oh, okay. Yeah, I work out there all the time. Yeah. Yeah, by happenstance, I got to see her set and I was like, oh, yeah, I like her set. I'll have her on. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you. I mean, how often does that ever happen? But then again, I'm sure like comedy in New York is pretty much a small circle. Never and all the time. That's yeah, the basically. Never when you're looking for it. All the time when you're not. Yep. Exactly. I don't even know what set you saw. <laughs> like, hmm. <laughs> comedy is about the giant universe and a tiny, tiny little one. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I love Lainey. What's funny is uh, because she's so popular in the porn world, I did a podcast one time and they were like, I thought maybe you you used to do porn and now you're doing stand-up or something because of the connection with Lainey. I'm like, no, I met Lainey through comedians. She has a lot of yeah. comedian world work work that she does and other comics that she reps. She's pretty good in both worlds, guys. Okay. <laughs> so funny story. I met Lainey through, do you know Jackie Martling? Um, Jackie joke man, Martling. Jackie used to be on the Howard Stern show. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Not personally, but yeah. So long story short, I was at a lunch with Jackie and he was like, hey, have you met Lainey? She's in porn. And I honestly it was months back. It was like, Last year, when we started doing the show, uh, he said, oh, you should totally meet her. And uh, yeah, so she's been a fantastic connection since then. She's an awesome person, an awesome connection. She does great work. She's really smart. She's an author herself. I think it's a shame that, especially as women, I'll throw that card in there because a lot of time we get pigeonholed mm. into one yep. thing. And we have so many layers as a person, as a woman, myself as a comedian, you know, I do stand-up comedy but I'm also a commercial actress. I have like commercials running. The GNC nice. ad is global. I saw those ads. Yeah, I have oh, Carnival wow. Cruise Line. You know, there's Disney. You know, I have many different layers of myself. I'm an author. But stand-up comedy is my foundation and what I do if nothing else fails, you know, I don't care. I'm a stand-up comedian. I, I don't have windows where I live because I love stand-up. <laughs> like, you know, you you don't 
get into stand-up comedy to become rich. You what? get into stand-up comedy because you love it. And I'm very blessed to have met Lainey and she's definitely, you know, she's helping me build where I am and where I'm going. And she's, she's going to be there at my show when I launch on the 22nd. So if you're, if you guys are in New York, please do come. If you're not live stream it, <laughs> so we're going to definitely link to your website in the show notes. So that way our listeners can definitely check out your upcoming events and shows uh, because you definitely had a great set from what I remember. I don't remember what it was about, but I definitely remember laughing my ass off. <laughs> and uh, by the way, uh, if you are listening to the show and, you know, Von DiCarlo happens to travel to your area, go see her because why not? Uh, oh, and we'll yeah, definitely plug should. this on the Facebook, Insta, Twitter, wherever uh, you guys can find us. So speaking of finding us, uh, Yvette, where can our listeners find you? The usual places at the Cybabe on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook.com slash Cybabe, where I'm delivering the usual snark and science. Alice, where can our listeners find you and all of our podcast pages? They can find me at Rational Blonde on Twitter, uh, but they can find all of our places at twogirlsonemike.com. Uh, either way you spell it, we own both domains because we want to own the SEO, I guess. <laughs> But we own the pod. We own two girls, one mic. No one can take it from us ever. We are the two girls and this is our one mic. One day the mics will merge. But in the meanwhile, guys, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you so much. I had thank a great you. time. Thanks for coming on, Vaughn. We will see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.